This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Thursday, 17 November in the year of our Lord, 2022. Massive events on Capitol Hill. Huge events out in Arizona. Of course, uh, Donald J. Trump's kicked off the presidential campaign. Uh, we've got an hour. And I got to tell you, if I had to have a lineup, I got Mike Adams from Natural News. I got Joe Reek from My Patriot Supply. I got Joe Allen, who covers transhumanism for us. It has an amazing article about the first cyborg ever to be elected to the United States Congress. Uh, I've got Tony Lyons, the brave publisher at Skyhorse. I've got the one and only Dr. Robert Malone, uh, Brian Kennedy. This is like packed. I want to start, Mike, I will go back to the German situation. You've always been good. The reason I love um, natural news is that you have pieces in there that break down and analyze uh, world events, geopolitical events, uh, you know, politics, markets. But you also then have tons of kind of science, health, all that. What do you propose? What is what what is when Mike Adams sees an advanced society like Germany and they're hitting the panic button to say, hey, we need emergency uh, bags of cash because we think this winter we're, we in an advanced society are going to have blackouts, brownouts. We don't know if the ATMs are going to be working. We don't know if we're going to have power because we've bought into this cult of climate change. What is your what are you telling people here in the in America we should be thinking about and preparing for and thinking through? Well, it, it's very simple. I believe that we have all the resources and solutions and intelligence that we need to overcome scarcity, to overcome rigged elections, to overcome corruption, all of it. We simply have to tap into our resources. And I'm a huge uh, advocate of preparedness. So I tell people, look, we're going to go through some hard times here. We're going to have power outages. We're going to have communications failures. We're going to have food shortages. We're going to get to the other side of this, and we're going to be victorious. In the meantime, yes, prep with extra food. You know, you've got a food sponsor coming on later. People need to take that seriously. They need to stockpile. Communications. You know, I'm an advocate. I know you love the satellite phone store as well. They've got the satellite phones. They've got the bivy sticks, which allow your phone to be a, a satellite text messaging device, right? So when the power grid goes down, whether you're in Europe or the United States, you know, you can engage in emergency communications. And if, if you don't mind me saying, the website for that is sat123.com, S-A-T-123.com. Uh, but you've got your own sponsors for, uh, for food. And again, take that seriously, folks, because there are going to be outages. There's going to be scarcity. It doesn't mean that everything's going to disappear. But you've already seen the truth about the diesel shortages, the scarcity that's coming, the increased prices. We're going to get through this. I'm not a doom and gloomer, Steve. We're going to get through this. But we've got to be prepared so, in so every my, way possible. Yeah, here, here, help me out here because our audience has obviously gotten very big. There's And, and I, I want to bifurcated for a second before I get Joe on it and, and Joe Allen. The, uh, you've got what the people that prepare are the preppers and they're going to Idaho, they're going to Montana, they're going to Wyoming, places like that. And they're, these people are serious and it's become a, a lifestyle and they're prepping. Then you've got the guys that are just now, 
They live in suburbs. They live in exurbs. They may move out of town a little bit. Uh, maybe they're even inner city. And all of a sudden, they're seeing these things. And, you know, they see hearing Dave Walsh on our show, hearing people like you on our show, hearing others. And things are coming to fruition. And they see an article about Germany that the German banks are like, you know, got to have emergency cash for cash handouts. And they're saying, hey, I can't move to Idaho. But what are, so what are those people to do? What, what do you recommend they start to read? How do you recommend they get up to speed on this so they can understand that the, you know, when they're talking Germany, they're talking Berlin, they're talking Munich, they're talking Frank Frankfurt's one of the world's biggest capital markets. It's right below uh, the city of London. It's right below Tokyo. It's right below uh, Wall Street. And they're talking about these type of things happening in Frankfurt. For, so those people are not going to move to Idaho. What do you recommend for them? No matter where you are, Steve, you, you can increase the depth of your preparedness, whether you're in a city, an apartment building, even in the suburbs or in the countryside. And so we've got to understand disruptions are going to occur. And importantly, it's way worse than what the governments are publicly stating. Even that article that you showed earlier from Reuters, it showed that inside the German government, they are anticipating events that they will not publicly acknowledge. That's why that was an exclusive Reuters report. Somebody leaked that to Reuters. Here in America, I'm telling you that much the same is going to happen, although electricity prices won't be as high here in America. Thankfully, food scarcity won't be as bad, but in regional areas, it can still get bad. So have extra, you know, keep your car fueled up, have extra food supplies in case there's a couple of weeks where the grocery stores don't work. Folks, if you run out of diesel, how are they going to deliver groceries to the grocery stores? And the barges aren't, aren't running at normal speed, as you know, because the Mississippi is low. So you've got disruptions in grain deliveries going to cattle operations. You're going to have meat prices and meat scarcity that's going to go through the roof in 2023. And, you know, my friend Michael Yan, you've had him on before. He and I have hour-long interviews about the food scarcity that's coming. I can just tell you, Steve, it's far worse yeah. than what yeah. we're being told. No. Jan, who's, uh, you know, a regular on the show, he basically taken the last year of his life to go around the world. You know, he was with the Dutch farmers and Jan's not a guy whose hair gets on fire. He said, hey, you have no earthly idea. He's been in North Africa. He's been all over the world. He says, hey, what's going to happen on this food situation is going to sh shock people. Uh, Mike Adams, yep. how do people get to Natural News and particularly how they get to your new video site that's kind of a competitor to Rumble and to, to YouTube? How, how do they find out all your writings? Well, thank you. Naturalnews.com is the main website. And yeah, we, we run Brighteon.com. It's far smaller than Rumble, and we support everybody in this space that supports freedom of speech. So Brighteon.com is where people can find me there. Do you have a uh, social media or just go to the website Natural News? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have Brighteon.social running, but we're also on Truth Social and we're on Getter. We're on all the platforms as well, including Telegram. And we're just we're just here to do what you're doing, Steve. Get the word out, tell the truth, expose the corruption, move humanity forward. But we we got to get past this dark time. And it's going to be a couple of years of darkness, in my prediction, before we beat this thing. But we're going to beat it. We're going to come back. This is America. Mike Adams, thank you very much, founder and publisher of Natural News. We are going to get you, through it. We're going to go through the dark valley. Get Tony Lyons and, and Dr. Malone with his new book here in a second. Joe Allen. I want to go to Joe Reek. Joe Reek, you heard it from uh, Mike. Look, this, this, and I should tell you for insiders, particularly in capital markets, because Reuters, uh, Zero Hedge, which everybody reads, aggregated it. And, uh, and, and what they emphasized was that Reuters went to four different sources on this. This was leaked by the German government. So this is a, a very disturbing story uh, for people that have kind of uh, 
work this problem, particularly no capital markets, because Frankfurt and Germany are such an important element. Remember, it's the third or fourth most important economy in the world. Joe Reek, hearing uh, Mike Adams, here, the question to I ask is that you've got people that have made this a lifestyle. You know, the, what the, the, the classic preppers, they're in Idaho and Montana and in, you know, Wyoming, places like that. But then you have, you know, 90% of this audience that are taking the kids to, to Little League baseball games on Saturday. But now they're concerned because they've seen enough, you know, they've had enough lies and misrepresentations by the mainstream media and they just feel things are not going right. And then the next thing you know, they hear about the diesel fuel short. Where did that come from? You got these things in Germany, in Europe. So what what are people supposed to do? What does my Patriot Supply recommend? You know, you got to get ahead of the curve, Steve. You got to get prepared when you can, because when we start reacting to the news, it's too late. When we start reacting to these headlines that we see every single day, it's too late. You have to take the initiative to get prepared today. You got to do it now, just like Mike mentioned. Yeah, there are some dark times coming. The forecast for food supply is not good. And now is the time to do it. I mean, that's why we work so hard every single day to make sure that our supplies are up, to make sure that we have the inventory in stock. Because again, natural disasters are increasingly more and more rapidly. You take that with what's going on here in America with the diesel fuel shortages. I think what we did, we have 100 million barrels left in reserve. That equates to about a 26-day supply. So for some reason, if all the refineries in the U.S. were to shut down, Steve, we have a 26-day supply of fuel, fuel that helps deliver groceries to stores, especially in rural areas, the grocery stores in your local neighborhoods, everything. Everything is so dependent on that fuel. And once that fuel is gone, we're stuck and there's no way to move that product. So that's why it's so important today. Now, get it done. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. If you don't know where to start, like Mike mentioned, get something. Start anywhere. Start with the 72-hour kit. Start with a week supply of food. Call the preparedness specialist that we have here standing by waiting to help. One of the things that we've done too, Steve, is if you can't afford it, let's split up your payment. No fees, no interest, no credit check. It's something that we can help customers get prepared. So if you want to get yeah. that three-month supply, let's break that payment up for you over the next couple of months and help you get it. We'll still ship it out to you the first time you place your order with us. So that way you can have that peace of mind that you're prepared, but you've yep. got to get it done now. And uh, this is for everybody who lives in a suburb or a city. Don't have, you know, this is not about people. Hey, we're going to move to Idaho and start growing our own food. I want to also emphasize where do people get the specialists? What I love about you guys, you guys and, and having you guys as a sponsor and working with you guys that people don't, we just, we try to provide access to the information. It's one of the reasons we love Tony Lyons and the guys at Skyhorse. We love presenting platforms where people can go and from, and in their own comfort, learn more about things, whether it's about books that are offered, authors that are put forward, uh, yourself, the, the, the supply phones, you know, the satellite phones, all of it, that you can have actually human contact that can help you with it. Cause people are kind of nervous of, Hey, I don't really know what's going on. How do they get to the specialist? Where, where do they have to call where do they go? Yeah, so call 866-229-0927. And you can talk with one of one of the preparedness specialists. We're live, we're here, we're, we're on the phones. We can walk you through whatever it is that you need. And the beautiful thing about what we do here at My Patriot Supply, Steve, is there's not a one-size-fits-all package. Every family is going to be different. We go through the needs of your family, how many people you're providing food for, how long of a supply that you need or what dietary restrictions are there in your family. And we can customize plans that fit your guys' needs. And so 
but you got to call in. And I love that you provide that information to people. You know, you say, hey, go here to get the information. Well, let's carry it the next step. Yeah. Let's give you that information that you need specific to your family and let's get you guys prepared. So that way you can have, again, that peace of mind of knowing that if anything were to happen, you can still provide food for you and your family. What is it? 866, can you give the number again? People can call. What is it? Yeah. 866-229-0927 or visit us at mypatriotsupply.com. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can always call and talk to a human being right here in our facility that can guide you, help you, and show you which different items we have to make you feel better prepared. Joe Reek, thank you very much. Love working with you guys. Thanks, Steve. Thank you got Mike to be safe. Adams too from Thanks, brother. Um I want to bring I got Joe on, but I want to bring up Dr. Robert Malone. And the reason Dr. Malone is um it, it, the, the title of the book says it all lies. My government told me and you got to remember Malone, probably even more than Naomi Wolf, because Naomi was political and was on the progressive left. And she's had this arc of her journey. Um, Dr. Malone was inside the belly of the beast. But I think in the book, when you read the book and the arc of the story, it is about the lies that the government told. And and this is one of the situations with being prepared. Make sure that you're prepared. You see these stories popping up about Germany. You see the stories popping up about diesel. Every day is some different story like, hey, how could that possibly happen? Dr. Malone, talk to us about your journey. Or can people just believe absolutely what the government comes out and tells them anymore? I know this makes me an insurrectionist <laughs> or a domestic terrorist, but to, to, is, is, is it really any, is it different? It's just a difference in degree, not in kind. When you hear the situation that's happening in Germany, you hear about the diesel fuel, you hear about the problems with the infrastructure and electricity and what the medical profession at CDC and FDA, uh, how they bled out misinformation uh, during the during the early days of the pandemic. Dr. Robert Malone. Uh, uh, yes, Steve, I think that you and I are both uh, purveyors of malinformation in that what we say <clears throat> is causing people to question their government. And so that's uh, a new definition for domestic terrorism is if if we provide information that causes people to question their government. Um, I think that was a fundamental principle in the founding of the United States, but hey, it's old school. Uh, the arc of my journey, I think that that we all have to recognize, and you've helped teach me, Steve, is that we are in a landscape of unrestricted information warfare. Uh, and uh, I think that part of my journey has been to come to grips with the fact that none of this is personal. It's not about me, the attacks that I've sustained, uh, the defamation. It's all about reinforcing a narrative and ensuring that only one voice, the approved voice, basically the big brother voice, that Orwell warned us about is the only one that people can hear because they want people hypnotized. They want people to only believe the truth that they wish to put forward, even though it's not truth. And one thing I have to take a, a little bit of objection with, Steve, in what you just said, it's not just the lies at the beginning, they continue. They're doubling down as you predicted would happen and they're still not willing to acknowledge uh, what they've done, 
what those lies have been. They're still trying to force vaccines on our children. They're still trying to promote these products that aren't effective and aren't safe. The uh, bivalent booster vaccine um, is clearly not working and uh, it is clearly causing toxicity. I'm shocked by this kind of rotating storyline about the myocarditis. We've known about the myocarditis. It was clearly documented in early CDC slide decks that you and I went over over a year ago. And the incidence of myocarditis in our children, in our young boys, is in the range of one to 2,000 to one to 3,000. Every, for every 2,000 to 3,000 boys, we're gonna have somebody who has clinical myocarditis from taking this vaccine. All of the unexplained deaths, as uh, Ed Dowd has documented on your show now, the excess all-cause mortality that's correlated with the incidence of vaccination, all this is still being lied about. And it's, it's heartbreaking that we didn't see the turnout and the uh, turnover that we were hoping to see with the election. I'm afraid it locks us into a position where we're continuing to have to fight to just get out any real information. And my fear is you don't, that they're going to use the next but, two, but, two years but, to cover it up. You don't, you, don't think, you don't think the House investigations, they actually announced today, deep investigation into the Biden family. And I know on Capitol Hill, and I'm sure that you and Naomi and Dr. McCullough and Dr. Uh, Paul Alexander are going to be called, not just as witnesses, but people with the information, the, the, the level of investigation, the Fauci and all this is going to be quite, quite substantial. Now, when the, when the uh, big pharma has its say-so, I don't know what those hearings are going to look like because I'm sure it's going to be quite interesting. In fact, Dr. Malone, hang on for a second because I want to bring in Joe Allen. Joe, I want, to get, I want to talk to the audience, but also get Dr. Malone up to speed on, on really going next level. They're going next level in, uh, at this G20 meeting. I want you to walk through exactly what they've agreed to. One of these proclamations, one of these things that, that never gets passed as legislation. It's kind of like the executive order on transhumanism. It's like the executive order on digital currency. Now they're over there and they're really making a deal with Klaus Schwab uh, in the entire group over the G20. Can you walk us through it? Steve, there are three things that I'd like to hit on. The first is the discussion that's in the G20 Bali leaders declaration uh, the discussion about uh, digitizing the agricultural sector. And it, it may just sound kind of sci-fi and freaky, but it is interesting that right after this declaration came out, the FDA approved lab-grown meat for human consumption. Uh, that might seem like a small thing, just another option on the shelves, but it's, I, I think, a real indicator of how far away the natural order these people have gotten. Uh, the second is uh, a, a section of the declaration that discusses uh, central bank digital currencies. Um, it's also uh, interesting that two days ago, it was announced that the Federal Reserve would be partnering with, I believe it's 12 banks for 12 weeks on a pilot of a U.S. digital dollar. Uh, and, uh, you know, both of those elements really fit right in with Klaus Schwab's paradigm of the fourth industrial revolution, which he discussed, of course, at the G20 meeting. Uh, the third part, which I think is the most alarming, at least to me, uh, is uh, in regard to the global vaccination passports, especially digital 
global vaccination passports, uh, which the Indonesian health minister uh, advocated at the, the B20 uh, section of the, the G20 summit. And it's in paragraph 23, you know, a provision talking about how uh, the, the G20 nations need to get on board with each other uh, to create a digital proof of vaccination for moving across borders and whatnot. I think it's, you know, that technocratic sort of scheme, the idea that everything can be controlled digitally and the justification of using the past pandemic or some future pandemic to implement it, all of that is on display at the, the G20 summit. And as I said earlier today, it's not a surprise. This is how these people have talked for years, but it really does go to show you that they have either learned nothing or they've learned that they can get away with it and they're certain that they can. Yeah, I think they've learned everything. Dr. Malone, this has been your greatest fear, right? I mean, it's really the, the heart of your book is that these governments, not just they're big, they're be, it's, it's really becoming transnational. It's transnational. It's that, it's that, it, that is what the core of the fourth industrial revolution is. And to be personified, couldn't be better timing for your book at the G20, which is really the governing. It's not the UN. The G20 is really the governing operation of, of the world. That, that's really it. They, they use the UN uh, uh, functional units in Geneva, which are completely saturated with the CCP uh, personnel. But uh, is, is, is this as scary as it gets when you see these proclamations? And by the way, never debated here in the United States, not, not in the halls of Congress, not really in media. They didn't even take any ads out during the campaign to kind of tout uh, their accomplishments and what they want to do. How, how scary is this when they're obviously going next level right now, sir? Uh, it's totally expected. We've seen the advocacy for the digital health passport, which is what we're talking about, being rolled out quite aggressively in the European Union as well as in Canada, of course. And uh, it will be used uh, if it passes. Remember, this is going to be thrust up to the World Health Organization through the upcoming uh, debate on the international health regulations. These are the ones that uh, our government proposed last February and got blocked largely by the African nations that wish to preserve their sovereignty. But that is the proposed pathway for this international digital health pass. Uh, it's not just vaccine pass. And what it would mean is that the likes of Tedros, remember Tedros who believe that uh, six to nine against uh, determining that monkeypox was a global public health threat was a tie that he had to break. Um, that Tedros, who will act arbitrarily, we've seen that, would be empowered to pull the trigger on all of these uh, um, clauses uh, whenever he feels like it. So he could declare a public health emergency in the United States just to raise a point of fentanyl uh, overdosing or uh, gun violence or whatever he wants. And he could potentially use the power of the World Trade Organization to implement sanctions. Now you ask, is, is, could it get any worse? The answer is absolutely, it can always get worse. And they plan on continuing this ratchet where basically the middle class and the working folks in the United States and across the world 
get caught in the jaws of their plans for the future, their plans in which you will own nothing and be happy. Uh, this utilitarian Marxist command economy world. And uh, it's no surprise from what we've seen that they've learned that they can weaponize public health as a way to expedite their plans and schemes. And uh, once this is implemented, it, it, they will be able to determine which vaccines you must take in order to cross international boundaries, to go from here to Europe, to go from here to Latin America, and to move within Europe. That's the plan, is if you don't comply, you won't be able to uh, move outside of your nation state. And then eventually, of course, the, the vision seems to be that they'll put us all on central bank digital currency schemes in which we will be allocated a fixed amount of income and uh, told that we shall spend our, our uh, little allotment on whatever it is that they believe we should spend it on. And if we transgress and speak about things like this book here, then uh, we will find ourselves locked out of our bank accounts, just like happened to the poor truck. Uh, Dr. Malone, tell me about the, uh, give me a minute or two on the book. Yeah, I know you've worked uh, over a year on this book. Walk me through the book. Yeah, and, and you've needled me all the way through. Um, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> the book is structured in three sections. Uh, the first part is to help people to understand what it's been like to be at the front lines. So it has first-person accounts from uh, Pierre Corey, Merrill Nass, a editor in Chicago who was censored for an uh, op-ed that he wrote for his own paper, um, Ed Dowd has a piece, uh, Matthias Desmet has a piece, talking about what they've experienced on the front lines. The middle part is all about sense-making, going down all these rabbit holes, trying to understand what is going on, trying to understand what these plans are, trying to understand uh, the transhumanism agenda, trying to understand the logic behind Tony Fauci and his scientism. And then the last part is the one that's hardest for me to write, it's imagining the better future coming. And it has uh, more uh, granular stuff about what we can do in following uh, the leadership that was provided by President Trump with things like Schedule F and the Supreme Court appointments, other court appointments that he's put in place, what we need to do to fight the administrative state, and a vision of a decentralized world that we can move towards as the alternative for this dark, centralized, command economy totalitarian state that the web wants to force onto all D of us. Dr. Malone, hang over a second. We'll take a short commercial break. Robert Malone, Tony Lyons, Joe Allen, Brian Kennedy. Yes, that's Murderer's Row next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? 
people who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication, and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone. 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's SAT123.com, SAT123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's SAT123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. It's hard to grasp why anyone would keep voting for record inflation, skyrocketing crime, and an open border. Likewise, why would anyone keep funding the left by sticking with the big carriers? Patriot Mobile is America's only, and I repeat only, Christian conservative wireless provider. They want to make it easy for you to try their service. Give them 60 days to show you why I, Stephen K. Bannon, trust them. Right now, when you try Patriot Mobile for two months, you get a third month free. Plus, free activation. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks and use the same towers as all three of the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedom. Just go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. If you're fed up with the woke companies that don't care about your values, Support a company that does. Make the switch today and get a free month of service plus free activation. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. I want to bring in now Tony Lyons, the publisher of uh, Skyhorse, the publisher of Doctor Malone's book. With Doctor, Tony, what happened in the what happened in the editing process? How did you actually let uh, Malone get an upbeat ending? 
right? All your books, all your books are, are <laughs> so terror filled. The Bobby Kennedy book, the the Doctor Paul Alexander book, everything you've been doing. What, how, what happened with your editors? How did they let? How did they let uh, Malone get an upbeat ending? Well, you know, Doctor Malone is an incredibly hopeful guy, but you know, most of this book is is a terrible testament and the most comprehensive testament to what's happened. So this, I think, you know, lies my government told me is the most important document, the most important book you can read now. Because if you don't know what happened during this so-called pandemic, then there's no way that we can all work together to make sure that it never happens again. So, you know, Dr. Fauci orchestrated an absolute takeover of real science in the entire world and a takeover of freedom of speech and our most basic and most important rights. So he's going to be leaving. But the end of Fauci, you know, as you'll see in this book, you know, it, it can be the rebirth of real science. You know, it can be the rebirth of a science that's based on protecting people and not maximizing profits. And what I think we need personally, this is not in the book, but what I think is we need Dr. Malone to take Fauci's place. He's proven his bravery. He's proven that he has no conflicts of interest. He stood up, he's spoken out, he's risked everything, and he's taken the punches for us. You know, he didn't look the other way. He's working for the American people, not for big pharmaceutical companies. So if you read this book, you will understand what happened. You will know once and for all what you have been subjected to, and then you can begin to rebuild your own life, and we can collectively begin to rebuild this country. And, you know, lies my government told me is a historic achievement and just such an incredibly important book for all of your viewers to read. Dr. Uh, Malone, uh, by the way, the new studio is just amazing, the clarity and, and obviously the visuals. Uh, walk us through. The book is out when? How do they get it? Are you going to do a speaking tour? You've got a huge fan base here in the war room and people have been waiting for this. So, so tell us how we get access to it. How do we buy it? And about the rollout. Whoops. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, I dropped the connection briefly. Uh, so much for Starlink. Uh, I was uh, maybe the uh, uh, computer was just overwhelmed with Tony's uh, adulation and uh, and and kind comments. Um, so thank you for that, Tony. Uh, I I hope that it lives up to expectations. Uh, and um, I think that we do have an opportunity here to break through this dark vision uh, that the World Economic Forum is trying to push on all of us and to move forward towards a decentralized world in which we are committed to integrity. Uh, this thing that we've lost, where anybody in DC will say anything, the media will say whatever lie they're told to say uh, in order to promote whatever the established narrative is on behalf of the government. We do have a way to move forward and take control and I think we're going to have to do it in the form of small intentional communities, religious groups, uh, you know, mama bears 
these spontaneously assembling com communities that are popping up all over the world that now can start to be linked together to form a new vision that is that is not reliant on psychopaths and sociopaths and uh, these people that have just uh, damaged our our communities, our families, our well-being so deeply so that now we have to resort to prepping. I, I think prepping has gone over the last two years from fringe to central. It's what we all have to do. Yeah. And that's a huge uh, yeah. statement. Huge shift. How did they follow you on social media? Where did they get the book? Uh, and um, um, so you got the book. I wonder where to go to the book, your website for all your sub stacks and also your, your social media. So right now the book is only available as a electronic copy. I believe that Barnes and Noble is providing that, but certainly Amazon is. I know a lot of folks are a little weary of doing business with Jeff Bezos. Uh, the Tony tells me that the paper copies are going to come out in the first week in December, so they'll be available for Christmas shipping and delivery. Uh, but in the meantime, the eBooks, uh, Tony has agreed to provide them at a very modest cost. I, I don't know how he's going to break even on this. His team has just performed heroically to pull this thing out. And yet they're not, I think the book is listing as less than $25. I don't even know how they're going to cover the printing cost, but it's about getting the information out. Then in terms of social media, of course, Getter is my preferred platform. And I was just earlier on yeah. with Dr. McCullough, who was speaking that the, the Getter feed is the definitive feed right now if you want to stay up on what's going on. Also on Gab and True no, Social. And then yep. Substack, rwmalonemd.substack.com. You got to read Dr. Malone's Substack and Getter. Everybody's up on Getter all the time doing live feeds, breaking news. All of our shows are up, and plus I'm doing lives with the Savage Angels all the time. Dr. Malone, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for the chance. And thanks. Shout out to Tony and his team. Uh, and please, uh, if you do get the ebook, um, rate it on Amazon. They may well shut that down like they did for uh, um, Bobby Kennedy and his Anthony Fauci book. Dr. Malone, thank you very much. We did sell a minute. They did sell a minute. What a minute and a half copies of the of the of that. So, Tony, once again, how do people go to Skyhorse? You got a lot of information to support these books and, and more information about the authors. Where do they go? Yeah, let me just say first that, you know, once again, the most corrupt and greedy people in the world have taken over our country and they're trying to control what you do, what you think, what you read. So you have the opportunity to hear the real story, you know, to hear an honest story. So I highly recommend this book. The best place to pre-order the paper copy is uh, Amazon. You can go to our website at skyhorsepublishing.com. Tony Lyons, publisher of Skyhorse, doing an amazing job with the five-pack now. So thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thanks so much. Boy, I've had so many of my favorite people on. I don't want this show to end. Let's play Let's play the Joe o Allen cold open. I want to get Joe Allen and more thoughts on him because we haven't had enough Joe Allen since he's been he's been covering the cyborg on, on, on the campaign trail. Let's play the call open for Joe Allen. When I wrote the book about the fourth industrial revolution, I described 23 technologies. 
And at that time, only five years ago, many of those technologies were considered science fiction. Today, they all have become realities and new technologies we have to deal with. Quantum technology, the metaverse, it's a whole panoply of technologies which interact and which completely will change how we produce, how we consume, how we communicate. And if you look at technological revolutions, it usually goes in the form of an S-curve. And just now, we are at the inflection point to exponential development. And technology will change completely what we are doing at this present time. It will change and it will have an impact on even who we are. Just look how even the internet has changed to a certain extent our identities over the last 20 years. Governments and business have to cooperate in order to become a fast fish. Because in our world of today, it's not anymore the big fish who eats the small fish, but it is the fast fish who eats the slow fish. And in order to be a fast fish, you have to have two co-pilots, business and governments. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. You know, how can you call us a conspiracy theory when they're right up in your grill? That first 90 seconds before he does the fish routine, Joe Allen, may be the most haunting uh, 90 seconds I've heard. Just lays it out right there about the convergence of the technologies and what's happening. And this is what the fight's about. I'm going to bring in Brian Kennedy in a minute about accountability in the elections and going forward. But this is, at essence, what the Trump fight's about. The, the world is hurtling towards this kind of, uh, where capital and technology and, the, and this kind of priest caste has determined that they're going to make these decisions. And they're going to make the decisions because they're your better. They're, 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 they're the expert class and coupled with the managerial class. And these experts are going to make the decisions. Um, and this is what the Trump fights about. This is what the campaign is not about DeSantis and Trump. It's not about the, uh, what, um, Yunkin and Trump. It's not about Biden and Trump. It's about these global powers as personified by the billionaires and Murdoch and all that. That's what the fight's about. The outsider and the populace and the people. If we don't win this fight, it's over. Not just Trump's campaign, but a deeper fight about that. It's over. It's over. The constitutional republic that's been bequeathed to us from these uh, sons of the Enlightenment uh, will be finished in darkness. In darkness. Joe Allen, you're back on transhumanism. Give me, I got to go to Brian Kennedy. Give me your, give me, uh, I'm going to have you back on tomorrow. Here's what I want to tie together. The, the executive order of the, what the White House signed on the digital side. And look, I don't have a, a hat with a propeller on it. I'm as rational as you can get. I'm trained by the Navy, by uh, Georgetown's uh, you know, National Security Studies Program, Harvard Business School, Wall Street. I look at the world as it is and, and kind of think things through. So I don't have a propeller on it. But I got an executive order uh, signed by the White House that now is being manifested in a digital currency. And there's so many sub, sub layers of that. I've got an executive order that said it's a moonshot for cancer. And it's really a whole of government approach to transhumanism. And now we have this joint de declaration that I don't remember anybody signing off on. I don't, I don't remember any debate over here. 
So, Joe Allen, can we put that together? Maybe you and I talk about it on tomorrow's show to combine oh, all these. Absolutely, Steve. Absolutely. Uh, I, put a quick now that you now that, that you've now that you've failed now that you failed in your mission to expose the cyborg so that the rational Homo sapiens wouldn't wouldn't uh, hey not not far be it from me to cast blame Joe Allen. I'm just kidding, uh, <laughs> Joe. Uh, how scary you know, was the Klaus Schwab uh, intro? Uh, what, what, what more can I do? How, how is only the Senate? Uh, how uh, how scary is what's going on in uh, at this G20 meeting right now? Well, uh, as I said before, I think that uh, there's every indication that they are confident that they can go forward with all of the sorts of schemes uh, that have been pushed on us now from the pandemic from the pandemic forward, but really uh, for decades. I, I think that the, the elements that Schwab is talking about, those 23 technologies that he's talking about, that he lists in the deep shift section of his book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, every one of those technologies, as he said, was considered science fiction and has now basically been proven to work, uh, at least to an extent. The first being digital implants, including brain-computer interfaces. Uh, another one that is really, really important in that list is designer beings, which means genetically modified beings, meaning human beings that are modified basically to order. And then, of course, AI decision-making. Uh, the, the idea that artificial intelligence, because it is supposedly unbiased, and because it is, uh, in, in some sense, smarter than human beings, that artificial intelligence should take over major decision-making processes. So you've got Klaus Schwab speaking to the G20 nations and speaking with authority about how all of this is going to happen. And that fish scenario he's talking about, that only the fast fish will survive, uh, this is, in some sense, a warning because what he's saying is if you don't get on board with this paradigm, you aren't going to make it. And I think that that is probably the most important element is the idea. Yeah. If you don't adopt these technologies into your society or as an yeah. individual or as a corporation, then you aren't going yeah. to make it. Yeah. Joe, we'll have you back on. I want to get you back on in the morning. Where do people go to get your writings in the interim? Got a new piece up, JoeBot.xyz, or at my social media, at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z, Gitter and Twitter. And also, of course, WarRoom.org should be right at the top of the transhumanism, transhumanism section. Joe, thank you very much. See you tomorrow. Thank Brian you much, Kennedy, Steve. you've uh, you've uh, you've absorbed all this throughout the hour. Uh, and it's about winning elections because that's how we change things in democracy. Give me, give me your assessment of where we stand, sir. Well, starting first with Arizona, it looks to me like uh, you were asking several people whether the election was certifiable, and I think the answer is absolutely not. The county of Maricopa had two years to prepare for one day for that general election, knowing that there would be a big turnout, knowing that it would be complicated, knowing that it would be uh, a lot of demand, and they failed miserably. And there's very little difference between uh, incompetence and malfeasance at some level. And when that malfeasance or incompetence, pick one, turns into voter suppression, we simply have to ask how many votes are we willing to have suppressed? 
Was it one person, five people, a thousand people, 10,000, 50,000? Was it 100,000 people who were turned away from the ballot box in Maricopa County? If it was, if it was a big number, it could easily have decided this election. And any court using any kind of reasonable standard would have to believe that's the case. That's number one. I, I, that was a clear takeaway from your conversation. But the other thing that, that I think a lot of, of our members of the War Room Posse are concerned about is nationally, was this a fair election? We went through 2020 and it appeared to nearly everyone who, who was part of the, the political right, part of Trump world, that the election had been stolen. People even on the left started to believe the election was stolen. We had two years to prepare for 2022 to make sure that the election was not going to be stolen. This was the job of the RNC. It looks to me like they did an absolutely miserable job and there the incompetence also seems to border into malfeasance. Was there a anti-election fraud unit within the RNC that was supposed to be responsible to make sure these elections were not stolen? And it doesn't appear that that's the case. And the idea that the RNC would still be headed by Ronna McDaniel and the people who are currently running it would be a moral outrage of the highest level. Was this the job of the Trump administration or the Trump, the Trump campaign, even in its uh, nascent stages, to prepare for election fraud? Or was it the RNC? The RNC raised hundreds of millions of dollars to do election fraud. And it appears still today that in the swing states around the country, there was voter fraud on a very massive scale. Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia even, certainly Nevada. The idea that the RNC was not on top of that is really something that a lot of members of this posse want to understand. Because if it was a fair election, we want to know that. And if it wasn't a fair election, how was that possible? How was that possible we were not on top of that? Because we asked people to donate money. We asked them to go walk, walk precincts, knock on doors, you know, make phone calls, do all these things. And it appears that the key candidates we have in those races in those swing states all lost with the exception of maybe um, J.D. Vance in Ohio. And so there needs to be some real political accountability right now because we're on the verge of starting a new campaign with President Trump. And people will, I, I personally think people are going to be reluctant to move forward unless they have confidence that we have solved the election fraud puzzle of 2020. 22, I, I don't think, I don't think 2022 was not an example yeah, of that. I don't think there's any doubt. No, we need a, what the Navy calls a hot wash up here to get down to actually where the where the money was raised, where it went, who was responsible. Last question. We'll have you back on tomorrow because we've got to continue to drill down on this. Do you believe, given what you have seen so far, can the uh, election, particularly for governor in those state races, be certified in the state of Arizona as you currently see it, sir? No, I don't, Steve. I, I, I think any court of law looking at all the evidence that we have, that mean, I say we, they, that the campaign itself is compiling today affidavits from all the people who are either trying to vote or operating any of the polling places. I think any court that looks at that would decide that 
some remedy is going to have to exist here that we've not really done in American politics. You know, the idea of a do-over may seem far-fetched to many people, but what is the acceptable number of, of votes that is acceptable for voter suppression? Yeah. What, what would happen if 50,000 people who wanted to vote weren't allowed to? I guarantee you in, 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 a, in a big democratic state, they would have stopped it and they would have, they'd be in the process right yeah. now of preparing a new election. Uh, what's your social media, Brian, so people can follow you? Brian T. Kennedy on Getter. Thank you, Steve, for having me on. Brian, look forward to having you back tomorrow from uh, American Strategy Group, formerly head of Claremont. Okay, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, we're going to take it back up. Be here. We're on fire now in the war room. See you tomorrow morning at 10. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.